Hey, this is Irene. I've been waiting for you. Thank you for joining me, mixing it up with me right here on The Mix. You're listening to CBiz Media. All right, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to CBiz Media. We have a guest on the line here with us. This is Irene. Thank you again for listening. We have on the line Julie Thomas. Uh, She works with Women Ministries. And she also has a book that she wants to share with us as well. Hi, Julie. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Great. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, okay. Uh, I'm, of course, I'm from uh, Michigan. Um, I'm a, uh, I'd say a Christian author. I do write, uh, have written fiction before, lots of a part. And uh, I'm for women ministries, like helping women with, you know, to live better, because I think uh, that is the way God wants them to live, and this time around, I believe that God is going to do some powerful things for women when he builds his kingdom, and he needs our help, and so they gave us the, the title for the current book, The Women Who Answered God. Because he needs us to answer his call. And it's like I said to some of the poor, we can answer phone calls for family, friends, jobs, book collectors. But why can't we as women answer his call? Wow, amen. Yeah, a lot of us women are pulled in all different type of directions. But, you know, if we follow God first, that's going to help us and and empower us and make us successful in all our other areas as well. So right. that, that sounds like some good stuff. Now, you said that you wrote other types of um, books. Yeah, the book before the, that I wrote before, The Woman Who Answered God's Call, was a, that was a Christian book also. Yeah. It was called The uh, Legacy of Christ. That's on ebook. Uh, if anyone wants to, you know, go online, it's Amazon. It's on Amazon. And that book just t- tells us that we should follow and live like Christ. So that book should be into people living like Christians instead of living like the way, you know, some of us live today. Okay. And then the, uh, yeah, before I even got into writing Christian books, I was just writing fiction, fiction books. So my, literally my other book is the uh, Tales from a Closet. It's a collection of short stories. Uh, some of them are romantic and some of them are border the night on horror. Oh, wow. That sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we definitely want to check that out as well as the new book that's coming out. Do you have a website or a link or something that we can all go to if we want to know any more information? If you want to, you can go to uh, go to my Facebook page, which is the Legacy of Christ Facebook page. There's information on that. Or go to www.womenforgod232.net. Okay, Women for, at, women for God. For God. 232.net. Okay, so it's women for God. Is it F O R or the number four? F O R. Okay, women for God. Can you say that one more time? Okay, women for God. 232.net. Okay, great. Okay, that sounds great. Now, what what got you even interested in writing in, in the beginning? Well, you know, I've always, since I was in college, I've always written, but what really got me into writing Christian books was. I think two or three years back, you know, I was watching TV and listening to the news and 
it was like women were like hearing about the stories of women suffering and stuff like that. It's, oh my God, somebody has to be going to help those women. So at that time, I got up and I, you know, I said, you know what, I'm going to have a women's empowerment and she tried to help these women. And that was my first time really setting up an event for women, which was uh, probably about two or three years back. And I, also at that time, I was writing a book, you know, The Legacy of Christ book. I was working on that book. And so I, I was like, these women really need help. And that's how I had got into it. And then um, once, after, you know, that book and that project was over, you know, I think God instruction me says, now here's your next assignment. You have to get these women to bounce this call so they can help other women. And we can rebuild these neighborhoods and families and kingdoms back and make them healthier and strong. And that's, like I said, brought us through the current book, The Women Who Answer God, because the women are going to be at the top of the top of God's letter. We're going to we're going to go out, and we should be able to go out in neighborhoods, cities, whatever field we're working in and take over things and make things healthier and stronger for our communities and for our families and for ourselves. Do you feel like it's a lot of burden placed on our women today that we take up a lot of the burden in society and I really, community? You know what? You're absolutely right. I feel like it's extremely a lot of burden. It's extremely a lot of burden. And I also think a lot of women uh, don't love themselves and we need to teach them Hmm. You don't need somebody else to love you. God loves you, and you should love yourself. So yes, it is a lot of burden placed on women today. If we read the book, are we going to get information about how how we can become empowered? And if answer? you read the um, yeah. yeah, if you read the book, uh, the legacy, not both, the legacy of Christ, and the current book, the woman who answered God, it, it talks about empowering women. It tells them to get up, answer their voice. Every woman out here across the United States, Metro Detroit, has a voice and a powerful voice. And it tells you in the book, wake up, answer God's call, and voice out. You don't have to. You don't have to be silent anymore, and we shouldn't have to be. So yes, I think it's going to empower you, the women read it, to wake up and get empowered. So what inspired you, like, as far as, do you do you take stories from other women or from your own life experience? Like, what inspired you, like, to put this book together? And, and, and like, how did you attain that knowledge of that empowerment for women? Well, I think that I got my empowerment above all from God. Because I know he said to write the book, but he didn't say how or where to get the knowledge. And you just start writing a book, and the information will come. And yes, it was, just, it was, just, it was really a lot of research and rewriting, and I'm sure there's a lot of information out there that that's how I got inspired from him, because he gave me the instructions to write, but he also didn't say what was going to happen after I wrote it. So after, while I was writing it, he said, while you're writing this book, you're going to, I want you to go out and go to these women who have women ministries and see what is going on. Because two things. First of all, when, as he said, and it's in the book, women are going to church. But there's not enough women going to church. And there's some women going to church, 
And when they leave church, it's not helping. Hmm. Yeah. And then, it's the second question, why isn't it helping? Why have women stopped going to church? And then it brings us to the women's ministries. So, we have to go into finding out what's going on with these women ministries. There's women ministries across, um, not just Metro Detroit, across the world. And people say, women say they have a women ministry, but is anything really going on? Are they good getting out and helping these women? Okay, is there anything more that you wanted to share with us about the book? Like, what uh, what can we expect? And, you know, is there a certain way that it's formatted? And is there just, like, any... Yeah, well, yeah what you can expect is, like, the start, it's going to start off telling you about our first sisters in Christ, really, the women that was working with Jesus in his ministry. Wow. And then it's, then it's going to take us into up till current now. It's going to talk about women in churches, leaders, pastors, and then different types of women's ministries. And then it's going to show you, other women, give them an idea of what they can do to go out and help somebody else. I mean, you don't really have to go to a seminary school to, to, to have a functioning women's ministry. Because I mentioned somewhere in the, the last chapter of the book, I believe it's chapter 8, it talks about three women from Michigan who, in their own way, went out and helped God. And those person was a, a one lady I know, a friend of mine, her name is Chanel Bennett. She's blind. She's a, pod, a, a podcast of her own. And it talks about her, and her, you get a little story about her. Another lady, Molly Marco, who has uh, brain cancer, it talks about what she does. Uh, she just when uh, she goes out from going to the greatest places educating other people and empowering other people who have brain cancer. Wow. So, you know, those are two of the women that talks about. And these are, um, these women alone, they're from Michigan, uh, Metro Detroit, Michigan themselves. That's great. So I see, I feel like part of this is you're saying you don't have to have all this um, certification and all of that, even though it's good to get all of that in, in ministry, but God, yeah. could, God could just use you where you're at now and he can, he can use you right now in this moment. So you don't have to, you know, try to right. try to get those I, certificates yeah. and stuff first, you know, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a, a, a license, in, you know, yeah. But I feel like God is using me to empower other women to go out and, and you know, to do it. He's using me as an instrument. So, you know, I, I, I accept it. Like I said, I answered God's call. Because I was doing something else. I get, I get distracted. I was going at a case in point. I was, uh, last year, I was going to have another women's program, but I was also starting to work on the current book. And I really started getting distracted, and that's when I said, I think I got a sign from God. He says, you know, when you got to shut this project down, you're not going to be able to have a little woman's empowerment much. So, you know, I canceled, you know, I hadn't had a date or anything. Well, I did have a date, but, you know, things started getting out of hand because people didn't want to work with people. So mm-hmm. I shut it down. And I worked, and it just gave me more clarification to work on a book. But when I got the book done, I came back. And he said, okay, now you know what you're going to have? Instead of you having a women's empowerment bunch, you would have a women's ministry team. Which, uh, I'm having one uh, June 27th, 2020 at Westminster Church in Detroit. 
the information is on Facebook, and there are also uh, free tickets through Eventbrite. I, I like what you're saying in that, you know, you were working on one project, then you had started another project. And I feel like, you know, as women and, and as people in general, you know, if, if it's too much to handle and it's too much going on, it's okay to, to say, well, let me put this to the side for a minute so that I can focus on this. Because sometimes I feel like we, again, we try to do too much and then we feel like we have something to prove to somebody. Well, the only, only thing we have to prove is to God. So you made a a good decision in what you did. And Uh all all of us ladies should just feel like, you know, should, if you have to focus on one thing, then you need to do that and put something to the side that it's okay to do that. Exactly. Because sometimes we feel that pressure where we have to be every woman and all of these things, but, (laughs) but we can't, but God can empower us. He can guide us, lead us, but we have to know, you know, to what point we're okay that's enough for now because we're mm-hmm. only human mm-hmm. so thank you right, we're, right. We're human. so thank you for mm-hmm. for sharing your story and and your book and everything that um, inspired you to put everything together and mm-hmm. as, as well as that event that you're having coming up as well again could you share your information so that people could keep up with you and your books as well as your events and everything. If anyone wants to know, it's the Metro Detroit Women's Tea. It's June 27th, 2020 at Westminster Church of Detroit, Auto Drive in Hubble. Uh, the information is on Facebook. There are tickets, uh, free tickets uh, through Eventbrite. And so you can just uh, come on out and see us. It'll be, it starts at 11 and it will end at 2 o'clock. Okay, Grace, we're going to also look into that and share that on our page as well. Thank you so much, Julie, for taking time to be on our podcast episode, and we just wish you all the best and all the blessings. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you.